This is a HeadGum Podcast. This ain't that long-term vision and investment. This is time to get that cake quicker than sexton. If you about that, that's money sensation. It's time to open up your ears to innovation. Howdy, folks, and welcome to Twinovation, the podcast for your schemes, dreams, misdemeans, cons, grips, hustles, any way you're making that money. We're here to help you. And as always, I'm joined by my, uh, oh, I kind of jumped the gun there, right? Uh, who knows? It sounds like it's already gone. Off the rails. That's our nifty, shifty, evil twin brother, Jeff Rosenberg. And of course, Dame Von Dutch, Anna Merida Nikolic joins us on this very special episode. What's so special about this episode? Well, of course, we're talking about the slap heard around the world. Boom, boom, boom. We have a lot of, yeah, uh, you know, this podcast is about coming up with those inventions, those schemes, those dreams. So we like to promote new ideas every episode to really get people uh, making that money. Um, But of course, the slap heard around the world is just too big of a topic not to cover uh you know jeff is on will smith's side of course and so is anna and i am oh as well We're all team no will. i am not team will team will. Team will. No. Team will. we are not team will it's an awful thing that happened <laughs> i mean you, you, you don't make a joke about a movie that's 20 years old that's all i gotta say what are you talking <laughs> about ain't, ain't, ain't even a relevant movie there's so many serious things happening. There's so very few things that like bring joy, like to the, you know, to the public. This brings joy to like people all over the world. People who love movies, love the Oscars. And he may, he has like, he's worth like $350 million anymore. He can't fuck. He takes himself so seriously that he can't take a G.I. Jane joke. And like everyone saying like, oh, like he was protecting his wife, like from a joke. Like it's like it's just ridiculous. It's awful. I just don't. It's such a bummer. It's mm-hmm. embarrassing too. It's, and I feel a, bad it's for Chris a really Rock. bad There's only one for side. someone There's who's no, a comedian. That, like Will Smith is also I a comedian, like you know, it's, to a point. For sure. Uh, and it wasn't a light smack well, by any means. I don't know. I just feel like he's a Scientologist. He is. Is he a Scientologist? A, yes, he's new? a Scientologist. No, really? they've always been involved in that. And they are. I don't know. He's like a huge narcissist, clearly. And it makes I used sense, to be a huge in the, fan in the of the first episode of that uh that like show where he's like going around, he's got like his like blue planet, like uh Earth show, whatever. Remember that came out? I was watching that oh, the other I've never night. Seen it. And the first place he goes to is a volcano, which explains the Scientology. I think they think the, the, the Theons came out of the volcano or, you know, their the, the ships deposited the folk into the... I, I think the real problem here is the rich thinking they're, they're, they're better than everyone else at the end of the day. Will Smith is a fat cat. But do you think Chris Rock has more money than Will Smith or not? No. No, of course not. He doesn't. It's a fact. Yeah, I'm, uh, you know, I'm just posing the question. Don't got to attack, uh, attack me at all. You know, I'm just out here... Uh, pushing it forward, pushing no. it sideways. <laughs> you know who looks great? Wesley Snipes. Agreed. And it was awesome seeing that White Men Can't Jump mm. uh, reunion. If you haven't seen the movie White Men Can't Jump, it's really a nice basketball movie with some heart and a lot of bit of soul. Billy, you lost all the money. It's my Rosie. Actually, I I, I get my name from from Miss Perez I herself. I would hate to see how he reacts if you get like his like Starbucks order wrong. Like, well, you know they're in an open relationship that has something to do with something. Jaden, I think Jaden's kind of off off the ranch a little bit, and and Willow Willow don't know how yeah, to whip Jay, it anymore. Jaden tweeted out. <laughs> Jaden tweeted out this is how we do it or something to that effect um you know just a very violent act I think <laughs> yeah. what if Amy Schumer told the joke would he have gone up there and hit her well and then 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 we were also seeing what if the rock instead of Chris Rock told the joke you know 
Oh, interesting. Interesting. Well, he right. definitely would not if it was Amy Schumer. And also, I guess, I guess The Rock as well. I feel I like just, there's it's a chance a, it's a, it's a, it's that a little they hooked much. up at some point. I think that maybe like Chris Rock hooked up with Jada at some point and that that's why it made him Will Smith so mad. Well, I don't think you should have that easy of, uh, I think the problem here is the ease of access to the stage, you know, where's security, Agreed. where's this, where's that, is Will a bad guy? It seems like it. Yeah, it does, it very does much seem, seem like, like it. it. That's how he handles conflict. Like, if he's mad, like, that's his go-to. And the thing is, he didn't even seem mad. He's laughing as, as soon, like, at the joke. He only got mad when he looked over and sees fucking Jada in her cabbage dress. Like, get the fuck out of here. She, she should be glad that anyone's giving her a comment at all. It's not her night. It's fucking her husband's night. And instead of just fucking brushing it off, she makes a big stink and, like, rolls her eyes. And then he goes off and fucking does what he does so nutty, yeah. nutty times to be alive guys it's uh, we hate to say it's exciting obviously there's <laughs> unfortunate there's more times in, more important issues going on in this world but hey that's not what we're here for it's everyone likes a, l a little bit of gusto a little bit of gripe going on that's uh you know maybe a little more on the surface uh than than the woes you know because you do watch these award shows to kind of get away from it all and normally i wouldn't watch these types of things but it, it felt like something to almost stabilize uh you know uh, feel like you're you're part of a uh, community and then the film community obviously is is one to be attracted to indeed very well said jeffrey very well said indeed um the academy of course cannot let him present at next year's award show um this man should be charged with assault uh, as far as I'm that's i mean no assault? i don't think he needs to be charged with I mean, it is a crime what he did, technically, but I don't think that he needs that to, to go people. through the criminal system. No, I think it's like, I think people should be like holding him more accountable. Like, I don't like that down, his speech. What if Chris Rock fell down and like? I think Chris, himself? but yeah. Chris Rock has to. He has to press charges for it to be assault, right? Yeah, but he's he not really going to. Too and, much. It was pretty uh, badass of him that he that he kind of like went into it. That he had both hands behind his back and he still kind of didn't stumble, really. Well, he kind of put his head the forward speech. too. Maybe like there, there is a there is a chance that this is staged. Can we can we talk about that for a second? No, there's no, no chance. Dude, there's zero chance. There's no chance. I don't know. It's I don't know if it's zero. I don't know if it's zero. Maybe he was doing a little cosplay. Uh, not no. not to be no confused with Cosby play, uh, based on Anna's uh, preferences N for black comedians, but um, uh, you know, Leave me based alone. off of Shane or, or Serena and and uh, Venus's father was a little abusive. Haven't seen the movie, but you know, maybe he was kind of cosplaying. The great. No. I hate it. I didn't even like the movie, number one. I didn't even think it was fucking so worth uh, the Oscar. I also didn't think it's like, okay, so then he gets up and his speech is like gaslighting, like acting like everything he did was justified. And it's insulting to the guy that, that, he, that he was playing. Like he's being like, oh, me doing this embarrassing, disgraceful thing is just like you like uh, who i played like it's like it's so insulting like it's like what the fuck right, right. he is a psycho right, there's right. something wrong with him that was like a live nervous breakdown yes, two points on a very good point very yeah. good point point counterpoint is actually what this podcast is turning you know, it's into interesting i i saw a video online of denzel and tyler perry consulting him after uh, i went to commercial break so i wonder what that conversation well he, i like. mean he mentions it he mentions denzel saying you know the the devil comes for you when you're at your peak uh he mentions denzel's uh comment they should have let denzel win that award that would have been nice. Uh, what do you mean they should have it's not about should have you know <laughs> no, also, who are these people who were voting you know they're all you know, the 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 glitterati if you will anna <laughs> agreed jeffrey what? uh the the <laughs> What did you say they were called, Jeff? The Glitterati. <laughs> I love that. Love that. So, Dylan, if you're listening, Glitterati featuring Will Smith will get some SEO hits on this yes. one. 
Big ops. Uh, big ops. It's proving to be a marketing uh, dream come true. That way, if anyone searches in Spotify for Will Smith over the next couple of weeks, ours will pop right to the top. Or at least that's how I dream it will work. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. We should say featuring Will Smith, right? That's the plan. For sure. And we almost want to drop this before Friday. And we're recording on a Monday. So, you know, we don't want it to be uh, too after the fact. So maybe this is kind of a maybe this is kind of a pump and dump release. scenario. I love that, Jeff. I love a pump and dump episode. Um, unfortunately, pump and dump isn't the name of my idea on this week's episode, but it's a great name for an invention, Jeff. And you've come up with some of the best I've ever heard. Dave, thanks. I actually really appreciate that. And I feel like we're reconnecting as a family uh, in these trying times. I think uh, Anna's taking uh, uh, our, our relationship into consideration and we're kind of like building a, a, a triangle as opposed to a, a you know, some sort of a disastrous a rhombus cube. Right, no, right. Uh, uh, I'm not taking your relationship into consideration. If anything, well, I think you should. Well, if anything, I've actually disregarded it more, and that has Dave allowed. doesn't. Dave doesn't need that type of uh, uh, pressure on on himself unless it's a gravity blanket. What are you talking about? What pressure? Well, whatever he says is what I believe in. What are you talking about? Uh, we're just talking about in general that maybe we need to enjoy each other a little more. Why would I? You're like speaking like a fucking uh, bridge troll and like riddles. Like, uh, well, what's what's no, fun everyone, about? Everyone's gonna get along from now He's on. We don't talking need about rhombuses and shit. You know, I heard Zelensky was supposed to be on the Oscars last night. Thoughts about that? And I it sh- it also heard that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, that would have been juicy, uh, especially, you know, it would have been cool if they cut out of the slap because you know how we lost the audio and then it kind of cut to Zelensky saying violence (laughs) is never the answer. That's good, Jeff. That's great. I love that. That's a great ad. And I think it should be pitched. Yeah. Something, something, if not nothing. Uh, I'm really excited for this episode for a lot of reasons, but mainly my idea, my invention. So let's get right into the pig pen, will you? First up, he's uh, he's coming here from Hamden, Connecticut. He's only uh, six months old. He's a baby, but he has great ideas. Baby Davey, how you doing? Me, me. I'm gonna retire, <laughs> baby Davey. I think he's sort of outdated. What about, I I mean, there is... You can't just retire him without a backup, Dave. Maybe he, maybe no he moves on to being a, the terrible twos. Interesting. Terrible twos is not a bad name for a podcast either with twins. That's interesting, That's Jeff. Uh, terrible twos, where we, what would we discuss on that? Um, I think probably this the state of the world, you know? Folks, allow me to pose a question, will you? Please Please do. do. What's the worst thing about outlets? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I don't know. You don't always find a huge selection of good stuff. You know, you have to pick through to kind of find the little gems. Wait, uh, we're no, talking no, about I mean electrical. Out- yeah, electrical <laughs> outlets. Uh, outlets? What's the worst part about electrical outlets? I don't know. When you stick a fork in one, like, I don't know. Like, what could be a bad thing about them when they don't work? Um, I mean, I have a couple, but being an amateur, unlicensed electrician myself, uh, <laughs> I, I do deal with the the stray and and frayed wires if you will very very dangerous is what i'm doing i don't um, like hearing I, that one bit well nobody really does but someone's got to do the dirty work and these electricians are uh you know hard to come by these days so uh i got a couple i'll say they're never where you need them number one uh mm-hmm. the two outlets uh isn't it doesn't really suffice you you kind of need you need that the uh power strip in addition to the outlet 
You're um, making a lot of is, great points. Um, yeah, those are my two big ones. Um, yeah, I'll stick with those. Great, great. Well, to me, it's simply you can't put the furniture up against the wall. All right, that's a that's a problem in my book. Huge, all right. Because yep. you know it, it sticks out and it really pisses me off beyond belief. I want my couch to be snug against the wall, not a couple inches jutted out. All right, for and that's sure. When it hit for me sure. like Will Smith slapping me in the face, introducing <laughs> the slip and sidler. The SNS is a jack you put into your normal outlet, but instead of your prongs facing outward, they now face upward or sideways, allowing the plug not to be jutting out from the wall, but rather slipping and sidling up against it. The SNS runs you $7.99 for a pack of three, but don't you forget you're now turning every outlet into three with one upward and two sidler outlets. All right. I open the floor and the wall to questions. <laughs> that's funny um i don't you have to explain that again for me is it adjustable um yeah it's adjustable well it's adjustable and uh, you don't have to use all three um outlets so no it's not adjustable it's not <laughs> what do you adjustable. mean all wait so why is it three outlets all of a sudden because it's almost like a a, a uh, you you put something in the outlet and then it has a wing, two wings and a head. Uh, and that plug is able to be flush against the wall, not jutting out. So this is something you plug into your existing outlet? That's correct. And so it's like a, a cube that you can yeah, plug it's a cube. on. The cube of sorts. It allows you to plug stuff sort of facing down or flush against the wall versus straight out. Right. Flush against the wall being still outside the wall, but not. Yeah, yeah. It's outside the wall. We're not, you know, we're just an I outlet see. company and we're not right. We're not selling clothes, you know? Right, right. No, okay. I think I get it now. You can because instead of plugging in and going out, you're going up, down, left, or right. Yes. Very cool, Dave. Very, very cool. I, I don't think I've seen anything like this in, in the modern world. You know, we have one, but it just triples the jack, so it's actually facing out even more. You know, you put one in and it gives you three, but it doesn't help with, you know... Um, the furniture against the wall, it's a big issue. And I think we're solving a big problem here. And, uh, you know, we're looking for investors. I think, um, Jeff, maybe you could even build a model of this, you know, um, why, why is it three? Is it, is it a triangle instead of uh, a rhombus type of shape? Well, it's not so much a, a triangle cause nothing's coming up underneath it. It's more like wings. It has two and a head. Uh, so it's to the left, to the right, and above it, not below it. What shape would you say that is? I would say it's uh, three on the bottom, one on top. Three what's on the bottom? It's like the the main outlet and then where the plug into the main outlet and then you flip out a thing on the left side and the right side. Uh, and on top, and those create I the three see, other. I see, I see, I see, I see, I see. They're wings. Okay, okay, yeah, okay, wings. okay. I I think it's so, uh, and you can collapse. David, it what are you drinking out of my mug? Through. Some uh, grade A water. Okay, good. You know, me that, and Jeff have been mug. in the smoothie business, uh, as well as our older brother Mark Rosenberg, uh, really into smoothies lately. Uh, mm -hmm. Jeff, you had a delicious one this morning, if I recall, where he's putting Greek yep. yogurt into his smoothies, which is pretty hot tip, I think, if you're in that game. Dave, we yeah, have we Greek do. yogurt. If you have, you been putting some in yours, Dave? I have, and I put. I think I'm putting too much water in it because we ran out of oat milk, so it was kind of watery. Don't. I mean, you you don't really want to put more than uh, you know depending on how many servings you're doing more than I think half a cup of water, you're really going to dilute that flavor there, Dave. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but no, but I, you got, I you got to add a little honey to it too. 
I don't want to get into all that nonsense. And it, you know, I'm trying to do simple things that take a minute or two. So we're out of oat milk. Yeah, we've been out of oat milk. Damn, David, you go through this whole shit in a few days all by yourself. That is a lot of oat milk. I'd be sucking down that oats, too. (laughs) Damn, I didn't even get to have any. That shit creamy. It is good. I wonder if it's actually healthy. I've heard uh, 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 against the idea that it is. Who who knows what these days is the real question. There's always a problem with something in this world. So that's the idea. It's the um, slip and sidler. Slip it in, sidle it up. That's the idea. You either come with me or you ain't. (laughs) Wait, slip in, like slip inside. Slip and slip and sidler. It's a side, you know, it's a sidler. Side alert. Side. <laughs> That's so tight, dude. Great, great, great. Uh, Next so, uh, yeah, no, I like it. I'm in. I'm in. Great. Uh, I love that. Love that. Love the energy. Let us know what you think. I think there's something there. We, we need more, you know, people that are in production design uh, to build our products for us. Um, and we're willing to I almost think it should be a, a wheel instead of the wings where you can kind of like rotate Ooh, the wheel around. That's and, fun. And, you know, and you know, maybe at that point it's six outlets because you can fit more kind of on on that circumference there. That's how you run into accidents, Jeff. Frayed lines, too many plugs going yeah. in. Yeah, too many plugs going in. But, you know, the the... I hate to. Um, all right, you know. all right, all right, guys. I got to. I got to interrupt with breaking news here. Twenty-five minutes ago, Will Smith yeah. has apologized on his Instagram uh, directly to uh, Chris Rock. Uh, apparently, I'll I'll go ahead and read the statement here mm-hmm. that his uh, team of uh, publicists uh, that he uh, <laughs> funds with his three hundred and fifty million dollar network and Scientology. Um, wow, three hundred fifty mil. Violence That's in nuts. all of its forms is poisonous and destructive. <laughs> My behavior at last night's Academy Awards was unacceptable and inexcusable. Jokes at my expense are part of the job, but jokes about Jada's medical condition was too much for me to bear, and I reacted emotionally. Okay, I would like to publicly apologize to you. He laughed. Yeah, he laughed. He had no problem with it. I was out of line, and it wasn't about her medical condition. Didn't even know about her fucking medical condition. I was out of line, and I was wrong. I am embarrassed, and my actions were not indicative of the man I want to be. There is no place for violence in a world of love and kindness. None, none of this is the fucking sentiments of the speech that he actually made using his own mouth. Like, well, and what were they? They were like, like, uh, like I, I'm in a constant, constant battle with God. Like, what was that about? Yeah, he was trying to use every tool in the book to like justify what he did and act like, yeah, like it, he was being a, this like big protector by slapping a comedian who made a joke about r- comparing your beautiful wife to another beautiful actress like who had a shaved head it's like okay if it was an insensitive joke and she has a medical condition and she's offended then fine but like uh being offended doesn't equal you can attack someone physically like he could have done so many different things and yeah it's like you could argue like you know everyone makes mistakes but like everyone doesn't make mistakes on that magnitude mm-hmm. like most people have the sensibility to like not make a scene at a huge event i'm just saying the I, there's been so many times i've say. wanted to freak out yeah exactly like and what did you say Dev? it's i mean it's the biggest event of the year obviously um and in the biggest moment of the biggest event of people the year. look forward to this for their entire lives people come bring I mean, their I mothers their fathers don't get me wrong it's the best thing that's ever happened to me. Um, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> you should have seen the ratings spike, baby. It was juicing. It's well, unfortunate that really it's for such a off. shitty reason. Yeah, and, and you uh, know the analytic. Once we started finding out about or, or the the world of data and analytics, everything kind of went to shite. That's not but true. I don't Jeff. think data, that like, analysts do a lot to help um, a lot of different industries in a lot of different ways. 
Yeah. I just hope that Chris Rock, like, I hope that this, I don't think that anything beyond, like, the, you know, court of public opinion, like, I don't think anything else, like, needs to necessarily, like, happen to Will Smith. Like, I think he, you know, I really, I don't believe he wrote that. And I don't believe that he's probably sorry. Like, he didn't, he was dancing, like, he was having the time of his life afterwards. And his, he didn't apologize to Chris Rock in his speech. Like, I don't believe that he... I believe that's probably how he handles stuff. I believe he's probably like totally out of control. And I believe that, I don't know, like maybe he's having like some kind of like nervous breakdown, but I don't know. Like, I think that all I hope is that Chris Rock gets like so much more like attention and like popularity from this, like, because that's what should happen from this. Like he, I hope he talks about it. He has a tour this summer with Kevin Hart. Like, I hope he talks about it. Obviously, <laughs> he's going to talk about it. <laughs> it would have it would have made more sense if this came out during Hancock. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. But that would have been a good joke for Chris Rock to follow up with. It's interesting yeah. to find this out. Like, I wonder. How he, Even he though it's said, not hand, it's you hand can, You can hardly notice it, but Chris Rock said, like, he started to say afterwards, like, when he says a thing about, oh, it was, like, you know, the, the greatest night on television, whatever, he goes, like, oh, like, I could, like, really quick. He said that, like, and then he stopped himself. So it's, like, he was going to, he was probably going to say, like, I could say so much, like, or, like, whatever, like, something along those lines. Like, I bet he could fucking... I don't know. I bet he could roast the shit out of them. So he could roast the shit out because, of them so much worse because of the. I mean, they're they're pretty. Uh, he could have been like your wife's a whore. Your wife's a known whore. Like, and you're like a known like. Uh, is she know. a known whore? Yeah. Well, she fucking talks on her show about how they have an open marriage. We don't and use she, those types of words. Though. She banged that what, guy. What's her show? The Red Table. Red talk. Table Talk. Jinx. She banged the guy, like the rapper, and I think there's a chance that maybe she banged Chris Rock, like because well, that's what like, they're saying. Yeah, Chris, like, Chris put the rock on juice gossip. I, the fact I don't know why else. he started laughing at it, so it's definitely like. I don't know. Yeah. Really, he could have made uh, a mean-spirited joke. He could have made a mean-spirited joke about the August Alcelina thing or whatever, and he he made a joke about like a great not a great but like a demi moore movie like that's what the joke was like the joke he did it's not like he said like she looks like something that's like you know ugly and sickly and that's like makes her feel really bad you know like i mean i still like she was offended that's the point but that it again like it wasn't her night like it was just a passing comment about gi jane yeah, so she lame. actually really inserted herself into that. Yeah, you know, it's like almost like, where's the spotlight her on her? Yeah, I think she's to blame. I mean, it's like she, I I don't, I mean, we can't really blame her because that's kind of unfair. But at the same time, like. But she could have, she should, she should have grabbed Will's shoulder and be like, it ain't worth it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah i uh, you know i, I wish know. they had footage uh from the reverse angle so you could see what will smith looked like coming up to him if like chris rock thought he, he was, was joking smiling the entire he was smiling was he? he was smiling the whole time yes so it was like a sucker hit too yes he suckered him and it was hard i think it was like staged he... i don't no, i don't think anyone would do that no one about? would do that why would anyone do that why would he make enough for ratings <laughs> No, but there's so many other things they could do for ratings, like that would also, if they were going to try to like stage. A no, it's like Howard Stern coming down and uh, putting his raw ass on Eminem back in fucking two o two. Right, but like that's what, what I'm saying. That, like like the if they MTV were going to like award. <laughs> orchestrate a moment, it wouldn't be that. Like they would or like they did try to orchestrate moments. They had like the you know reunions of the casts, and like if they wanted to orchestrate like a viral moment, they could have had someone like kiss or like you know what I mean. Like two cast members like could have like recreated like when the fucking Notebook people. People Jake kiss. and like, Maggie there's Gyllenhaal so many cool just things going they could have done it. if they wanted to create like a crazy <laughs> moment that everyone will be talking about. But this was definitely not planned. This was like so embarrassing. Well, I think the fu the funniest thing is that the guy who has Will Smith 
uh, Twitter handle is like a redheaded, yeah, like bearded guy, and like everyone thought it was just like Will Smith's cow and like <laughs> retweeting. Uh, everything he's saying, like, you know, that was, you know, and he was like, he was like <laughs> commenting as Will, as, I mean, he is Will Smith, but it was, it was, it was some really juicy uh, misdirection going on there. And it seems like every, uh, you so know, everyone's funny. already like so ready to like respond on Twitter. It's like fucking, you know, everyone fucking chill out, man. Well, I mean, I go to Twitter to find the footage, you know, uh, people post the stuff from their angles and whatnot. And Anna is the one that found like the Russian version and the Chinese version were the ones that were you could. Australian, I think, was the one she sent. Dave, we don't want to give any any cred to the Russians or the Chinese right now with the global <laughs> war they're putting forth. I guess China's not doing that. Shout out to China. We love what you're doing. Minus, uh, minus the whatever Hong Kong stuff, <clears throat> the Uyghur stuff too. I think is a thing. What's um, that stuff, Dave? I think it's a re-education of sorts. I All see. Right. I see. Well, classic re-education. All right, great. Um, another one in the books. <laughs> that was great uh so i'm happy you all loved my idea i'm happy uh that we discussed this will smith thing uh i think we got all of our hens in one basket as they say mm -hmm. um and, and next up in the pig pen is you know el jefe the chef a jeff rosenberg jeff what do you have for us today guys allow me and allow me if you allow you if me will to pose uh, that Will Smith. <laughs> Allow me, if you will, to pose a question. What's, uh, you know, the hardest thing about, um, you, put, you know, putting a dinner together from scratch, a recipe, making a marinade, you know, putting this and that together, this and that, you know, it's a, it's a lot of things, right? It's a lot of measurements, right? Takes up a lot of room in the fridge. A lot of room in the fridge regarding leftovers. A lot of food waste. Sure, sure. Uh, oh, so what God. I'm getting at is, is, say you're making, say you're making your yourself kind of like um, a salad dressing or a marinade. That's you know maybe six, seven ingredients, right? You're taking out, you know, your tablespoon. Maybe it's on a key ring with your half tablespoon, uh, your quarter tablespoon and your teaspoon right uh and, and you got to wash this shit you're measuring uh you know weird amounts of, of of volumes to pour into a bowl what if i were to tell you there were an easy way to do that with my meter made invention okay what we do here is this is a pop top that you throw on any sort of um uh you know liquid talk about your soy sauces uh, talk about, uh, you know, you have uh, your vegetable oil. Uh, maybe it's even your sriracha if it calls for, for you know, a half teaspoon of sriracha for, for your salad or your burger mix or what have you, your aioli. Uh, you pop this top on, pop the top on, and then you kind of swivel the top, and, and there's, there's, you know, different ranges of the amounts. You find that amount. Uh, and, and what you do is, is once you pick that amount, uh, that's what you want to put in. You give it one shake forward. It fills that chamber. Uh, and then it kind of cl closes itself off. You give it a squirt and that's all you need right out of that. Uh, you're not using any sort of measuring, uh, tablespoons, uh, measuring sticks, any sort of measuring devices. It's just this cap that we're throwing on uh, different sorts of things. Uh, we do a wet cap and we do a dry cap for your sugars, uh, that was, your flour. That was going to be my question. Thank you. Your flowers. So uh, yeah, yeah. We do a wet cap and we do a dry cap, Dave. Thank you for asking. Um, but how, how are you capping flour, though? How are you capping flour, Dave? We actually have a proprietary um uh what we call a pretty much a bottle uh you know dave have you you've seen the shelving in our kitchen how we you know how some people like to have their grains uh their their staples out there in the open in jars uh so you can kind of see them you don't necessarily yep. want them in the Pure box olive oils 
your olive oils, but also your dry goods, uh, this, that, right. and the other. Uh, so this allows you to do the same thing. Uh, you fill up the silo and you have your custom cap on top and it's uh, pre-measured out. Um, in this case, where you're using a cup or something, uh, it'll you, you twist the nozzle to that and it'll, it will automatically stop pouring out once you hit that cup. Wow. Jeff, I think that's uh, pretty good. I, you know, I, for one, hate the idea of measuring stuff out. Uh, you know, you end up with three different sets of these teaspoon, tablespoon, mm-hmm. what have you. Mm-hmm. Um, you got to wet them, dry them. If you're using different stuff, you don't necessarily want that sugar to stick to the inside in case you, you put, you know, vinegar in beforehand. Uh, it's a real hassle, a real mess, and we're looking to kind of circumvent that issue. Great. And I love, again, that you made a note of, you know, your sriracha's can sort of be wet and sticky. So you almost have to dollop that in and flick it off to a degree. Uh, So uh, before your idea, of course. Um, And so I think yours is sort of a head over a bottle, potentially, let's say a sriracha bottle can also work like that. Exactly. Uh, we're, um, We're in the nozzle game. I've been thinking about nozzles a lot. And I really want to kind of like put my foot in the door here and get something done on, on that part because because otherwise it's 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 really just kind of silly the way we're going about um, you know putting these ingredients in into a dish and obviously once we get the hang of it you can get a feel for how much is what but you know everyone's always surprised about how much actually goes in a teaspoon at the end of the day and and especially when it comes to baking uh more of a science uh you don't want to really fuck around with those numbers indeed my friend indeed baking is not just a science but also an art um, mm-hmm. one of the only forms of fusion between science and art, which a lot of people don't appreciate. Right, right, right. So we're calling her Meter Maid. Um, we think that's fun. We think it's silly. We think it's playful for the for the family. Uh, uh, and it's a fun way to get your kids uh, maybe attracted to those different denominations of weight and scale and measurement and, you know, bringing it bringing it full circle there to have a kid that's good at cooking must be a real pleasure oh gotta be a treat dave gotta be a real treat beautiful beautiful clap it out for jeff let's yes, get a standing yes. ovation in there dylan if you can uh, i think meter made uh, has all the potential to be one of your cleanest brightest ideas yeah i mean do you guys have any any other questions concerns what do you think i know the floor is yours Oh, I'm just ready to get started. I mean, I'm done with Factor. Well, I'm not done with Factor, but, you know, I'm just a little bit How dare you? Factor, of course, for any long-time listeners out there, is the pre-made, non-frozen dinners (laughs) that Anna and I have about 40 of in our fridge right now. (laughs) Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, I'm not, okay, yeah, I shouldn't be talking shit. I mean, it's not like they're I thought they were frozen. They're not frozen? They're not frozen. They're refrigerated. That's the whole thing, Jeff. They're fresh and refrigerated. Yeah. So you just microwave them for like two minutes and they are really good and they are delicious. But I don't know. I think the problem is that I ordered too many. Like I get 10 every week and then like Dave also ordered some. So like we're getting like just like really like far (laughs) too many each week and they're just like piling up. And then if there's ever a night that like we end up ordering out or Mm -hmm. eating something else like we then like, you know, these they just they accumulate really quickly. And so I felt about Blue Apron now that they don't sponsor us anymore. You fucks too much food. (laughs) Too much food. And they keep making the fucking code really difficult. Like I keep I've like gotten so many people have signed up and I do have some credits for it. But like they're just like they're never actually like taking a discount off. They're kind of just like an annoying company, I think. So I don't know. I think we'll probably stop using them soon and then i'm gonna try gonna another around test a bunch of yeah. stuff you know Jeff. once we get rid of um, factors which will probably be around may or june right right right, you right, to, right. You have to suspend your account before tomorrow so we don't i'm gonna get call them week. i'm gonna call them tomorrow and be like listen you give me this whole thing because that's what they told me on the fucking uh when i talked to them last week they told me they were giving me this whole next one for free 
but I don't see that, uh, you know, reflected anywhere. It's like, I'm tired of having a contact. How often are you talking to them? It's been like talking to them like once a week. It's like too much. It's like, uh, I'm not like, you know, yelling at them or anything. I'm just saying it's like, it's too much to like, you know, wrangle all these points. Uh, It's being a Karen demanding that they give her coupons. I'm not a Karen. Um, I'm kidding. Yeah. Anyway. Very Anna, good. Really, I mean, yeah, very good. Very good stuff. Uh, um, Anna, we're really curious. Uh, uh, you're entering the pig pen now. We're really excited for your idea. What do you have for us today? What about like, you know, hearkening back a bit? You know, I almost shudder to I almost shudder to to bring up the topic again, uh, you know, but um, what if like, uh, you know, to hearken back to the story of the bouncer and that, you know, he was giving us a lot of gruff, like... The uh, bouncer I- meaning meaning Dave's basketball idea where it tracks when you shoot your Whoa. balls? Oh, no, that was actually called Bouncy, if you were listening. Ah, very good, very good, Anna. No, no, it actually um, was called Bouncer. Um, oh! <laughs> Okay, well, whatever. Yeah, well, I'm not talking about that, obviously. I'm talking about, uh, you know, uh, the the obnoxious rude bouncer at the at the bar that when Dave and I tried to go, um, he was trying to tell me that I needed to walk through his maze um, to get into a line that didn't exist uh, that was essentially a few inches away from where I was already standing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was you know, very rude of him. And, and I should have had this idea then, uh, is what I'm saying. I'm, I'm, I'm just bringing yeah. this up again to preface that, you know, I probably should have come up with this idea then. Uh, Dave and I were like walking through, we, Dave and I, you know, went out the other uh, night, just the two of us. We had actually had quite a ball. We had so much fun and there was no Not drama whatsoever. Night? Yeah. And there was no lad night. It was us. Yeah. Me and Dave are the lads. Um, love, and we so we went out and about and we had so much fun and there was no drama, but it did, you know, because we have to pay this place that we like to go is a five dollar cover. And it was like live really music. No, no, but they have a DJ. Well, so, yeah, I guess if they have a DJ, that kind of counts. Right. A little bit. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because he's a DJ that plays the music with the v- music videos going. You got to the- see the DJ. I couldn't see him. Um. He was in, in like the box. Booth, one of those booth, yeah. But regardless, sort of elevated though, he's hidden for sure. The whole mm-hmm. experience just kind of made me think. I mean, it was no big deal. It just kind of inspired me, you know. That plus the whole thing with what happened at that other spot, um, kind of made me think. You know, a bouncer, like the first person that you see when you come to a bar or a club, doesn't have to be a human, like. To check your ID or even to charge a cover? Yeah. Why can't yeah. it just be like a little ATM type machine at the door that you can't even open the door until you put your ID in and show that, you know, a 21 ID and cash for the person, like however, or your card. It would actually be even easier because then you could pay covers with your card. Um you right. you pay the little ATM out front, and then there could also be obviously some human standing behind the door to like just verify that like you know no no one's like sneaking in behind the the one person who pays or puts their ID or something since you know it's a machine. But otherwise, the person you know as long as like one person put their ID in and one person paid and then one person walks through, the the person standing behind the door doesn't have to say anything to anyone except for like welcome. And was then there, every, was, yeah. Sorry, every human experience can be positive. Mm-hmm. So was, what do you there a, so, was there a yeah. cover at the original spot or just a bouncer? I don't know. We never, we didn't make it to that part of the combo because as soon as he tried to make me go through the maze, I just said, forget it. Right, right. It. Dave, what were you saying there? A uh, robot serving the alcohol too? No, this is just a doorman. This is just a robot replacing it's like an atm type machine in it's in you could even put it in the door itself you know and then 
when you put your it, it scans your id it verifies that your id is real which is also something that a robot can do yeah, a lot like, a lot better it's like at the bank how you have to put your car in to get into the little vestibule exactly so you have to put your well, car but in and isn't pay. isn't part of the the this vibe of the place is the bouncers kind of letting people in uh who <laughs> who now you know i'm not just talking about your specific situation here you know say you're at uh you know you're not just uh, talking about my no, situation. i'm just saying say you're at like a, a a club in in the city type of deal uh does this still work you know for your meat packing your midtown this that and why the other shouldn't it? what are you saying you want to allow the door of people to be discriminatory well I don't want to allow them, but I think the place needs that so certain riffraff doesn't come in. Correct me <laughs> if I'm wrong. <laughs> well, I think it could be a great opportunity for every place that wants to maybe charge a cover, but like doesn't. Like if you go to like a club, like most pay the clubs bouncer, in New York. You know, these restaurants are saving money by not having to pay another employee uh, you know, the bouncers are also kind of security in a lot of places. So that's where you kind of get the double down. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're about workers, right? So we, I am anyway, the Federacion, lest we forget. Uh, and what about someone's drunk drunkenness? Can we take that into account? Well, again, that's why I think, you know, this person behind the door is all is like, you know, that 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 could be like a security person who then, you know, of course, if you pay the if you pay the well, the, the bartenders fee, can tell if someone's too drunk, you know? Yeah, True. What they, if they what if security. on like the ATM thing there is like kind of a game of snake where you had to like go through this almost maze kind of complicating it. Well, and, there and, could and be if, a breathalyzer if, on and it. And if if you if you went through the maze without bumping or trying to jump over the rope, if you will, you would be allowed in. All right. Well, that seems a bit Fun. arbitrary, Jeff. <laughs> My boy's always looking to gamify things. That's yeah. a play. It's a play on the going around, go walking through the rope, but with like a, a snake game. It's a play. Um, it's a play. What's a yeah, play? Yeah. It's a play on the velvet rope. This the snake game where you have oh, to like curl you. around. I got you. It's, <laughs> oh, I fun. see. I see. I see. Yeah. You know, I think that's something interesting. It's a wicked idea. Speaking of wicked, I bought myself a Boston Red Sox hat at the mall yesterday with my babe. We saw some light domestic violence there, but I think you'll find that at all malls around the country. Yeah. You mean an, you mean an outlet? Mm. Yeah, no, yeah, an indoor yes. outlet. Uh, yes. Of course, Anna Dave rushed me through all the stores, even though I wanted to go to your Eddie Bowers of the world. You know, I'm big on Eddie Bauer. What's going on in Eddie, Eddie Bauer? Is Eddie Bauer kind of like an Oshkosh Pagosh LL Bean type of store? Yeah, what you, it's like you just like Don't wanted to go make to cars? the mall. <laughs> yeah, they do the interiors for some Land Rovers, I yeah. think. Yeah, that's but what I, I was think they also at. closed. No, there was a store there called Eddie Bauer. For show, for Sound show, off on the Eddie, Eddie Bauer stuff on the socials, you know. All you wanted to you. do is go and look at jerseys. Then you see that they cost $110. Then you, like, cry and, like, stomp your feet around and throw a tantrum. <laughs> then it's like, it's also, it's like, you already have a bunch of jerseys. You hardly ever wear the ones that you do it's have. It's not warm out yet. Once it's warm out, I'll wear them around the house. It's not even a good look. Like, I feel like it's like, no, who it looks good, good in a look. tank top? It's well, not even a good a, look. You can have a hoodie on over it, but a jersey is cool, I think. Is it not cool? <laughs> no. Jersey. Uh, we're talking, I think you'd look cool in a hockey jersey. Like, have a couple yeah, Rangers exactly, jerseys yeah, that I bought at a three-quarter sleeve. I don't know. You kind of look in the basketball jersey. You can kind of see your side tit a little bit. Yeah, it's like kind of like Kid Rock. <laughs> what does that it's mean? Like... I have good side tit, maybe. You ever think of that? I have mm -hmm. thought of that. I think you kind of need the three-quarter sleeve in this day and age. Yeah, it's uncouth. Yeah, no way I've been using my Bowflex dumbbells, you know, pushing 40 on each arm. Uh, will be 50 in about a month, and then I'm going to start just slapping people, slap boxing people in the street. Well, you no. used to do that back in the 
day, if I recall, right? Just kind of choke slamming people on the street uh, when they deserved brief, it brief. In, in a defensive manner, you know, never on the offensive. Always on Wait, the offensive. Wait, what are you talking about? When was that? Is that a different time from when we was that before my time? Uh, most things are before your time, but Dave, this was uh, with uh, out with Hurwitz, right? What does that yes, mean? Yes, yes, way back. Okay. Have you <laughs> uh, no, we're not done yet. We got a lot more to talk about. Um, I, you know, I think uh, that was a great idea, Anna. I think that's a uh, um, three beautiful inventions in one episode. Nothing to complain about here. Uh, I don't really like any- Anna's idea that much. If we're being completely honest, no. <laughs> Okay. I mean, uh, you get rid of a bouncer. You don't have to have an employee that sees restaurants and clubs lots of money. Oh yeah. Well, how about uh, marketing companies don't need people who do marketing anymore, and healthcare companies don't need uh, you know people that yeah, do this freedom. and that. These machines are giving us freedom, and you don't realize it. I like talking to the bouncers. I think they're nice fellows with interesting stories. Sometimes. Sometimes the other times they can be. Uh, violent, arrogant, um, you know, uh, uh, you know, they think they're police officers to a degree, they get a complex to them. And I think you definitely see that, uh, not necessarily more often than a nice bouncer, but they do exist. And to say they don't, Jeff, I think is a travesty. I agree. Um, I think we're both right and wrong. Uh, very much, for, you know, hearkening back uh, using one of Anna's uh, uh, tw- nickel or 25 cent words if you will uh, to the, the the Chris Rock Will Smith fiasco no one's right no one's wrong it's just a bit of a shit show no it's not though he Will Smith is wrong for for doing that uh, Chris Tucker didn't do anything wrong Tucker? Uh, hand, Chris, Chris Tucker? Rock. Oh, Daddy. And as always, stay scheming and and stay dreaming. Walking out the door, robbing their bank, got the chauffeur, mixing more pearls. Now an open screw, Chardonnay with two dudes for innovation. I owe you. That was a headgum podcast. <laughs>